Gemara, Yevamot Daf Samechim Alam Asechet is being studied for the Refuah Shelema, Shem'on Ben Simcha. En Narefanalo, En Narefanalo, En Narefanalo Betoch She'ar Chole Amo Yisrael. Amen. And we are studying today's Daf. As well, let's just find it for <clears throat> here it is for the Zechut of Yeshaya West Ben Karen that he should have Rufuah Shalema in Narefanalo in Narefanalo in Narefanalo. And we begin the daf on Samegimal Amudishon. And we are one, two, three, four lines down. Amar Rabbi El Azar. Kol Adam She'enno Isha, Eno Adam. Okay, when he doesn't have a wife, so he's not called Adam. Shne'emar Zachar Unkeva Bera'am. And only then, when they were created male and female, does it say, Vayikrat Shemam. Adam. Marsha points out that Adam Arishom was separated from his wife after the Chet. <coughs> and it says during those years he gave birth to Shedim. So he says it makes very sense according to this Gemara because if he's not an Adam, so therefore he's not going to give birth to, to humans. Once you lose your Shem Adam, then already other uh, products come out of him. A person doesn't have a piece of real estate, a piece of land, eno adam. Shne'emar, ha-shamayim shamayim la-hashem, ve'aris natan le-bnei adam. Which is implying that if you have aris, so you're an adam. But if you don't have aris, so you're not called adam. Cain was punished after he killed uh, Hevel, so he loses his shem adam technically, therefore he said, na'vanad, he doesn't have any piece of land, he goes from place to place. Because he killed an Adam, so the God took away a uh, feature of Adam, which is Karka. So what does it mean, Ezer, which means a help, and Kenegdo is against him. So that if he has the Zechut, then the wife will be a an aid, Lozacha, but if he doesn't have the merit, Kenegdo, then she will be against him, and the Gemara will give us examples of that later on. Ve'ika de'amre, Rabbi'il Azar Rameh, Rabbi'il Azar brought a contradiction in Pesukim. Ketiv Kenegdo, Ukarinan Kenegdo. So the Gemara says, Zacha Kenegdo. If he has the merit, she'll be Kenegdo, which means by him, Kenegdo, with him. Kenegdo across from him, but helping him. That's the way they're learning in this terash. Lo zakha menagdato. Menagdato, he will get malkut. I mean, she will be like a, a whip. She will argue on him. And uh, she says, it's lashon nagda de malkut. That's uh, the second interpretation. Ashkecheh rabbi yoseh le'eliyahu. So Rabbi Yosef found the Yawan Navi. Amar le Ketiv Ezer. 
In what way does the lady serve as an aid of assistance to the man? The person brings home wheat to the house. Does he chew the wheat? It means flax home. He wears flax. So who, who develops the, the food and develops the clothes? Is it not the wife that brings light to his eyes by preparing the food? He can go out because he has clothes. He can stand on his two feet. It's the lady that processes everything. Those are the main items Yaakov Abinu prayed for. That's the main, uh, the main items. And that's the wife. That's, uh, she takes the raw materials and she processes it. The uh, Amar, which is, which is a midah uh, of the lady, because the lady is bina. Bina yitera. What is bina? Bina is mevin davar metoch davar. Develop. Chokma is the raw knowledge. And bina is when you take the raw knowledge and you develop it and you learn something from it. That's the lady. What she does? She takes the the kernel. The kernel is chokma. It's uh, it's raw. She takes it. She turns it into a loaf of bread. That's a yana of bina. So that's why she has that midah, because she takes the flax. The flax is just a raw piece of material. Also, she turns it into a suit. That's a yana of bina as well. Adam says, finally. That Adam went with all the animals. And he was not satisfied. Until he came with Haba. The Maharsha doesn't accept that it's literal that he actually went with them. There's big problems if you go with them because <laughs> the, the Haskuni brings down if a man goes with an animal, then the animal won't be able to give birth, reproduce anymore. It turns the animal sterile. So how would the animals then be able to give birth after? If Adam went with every animal, he would, he would have sterilized all, all the animals. So he has to make a Hezbon. But then the Maharsha says, in this moment, he went to each animal and he saw that each animal already had a mate. So therefore, he saw that, obviously that one's not for him, until he went to, uh, to back to Habba. The Amar Abir Azar, my dikhtiv, v'nivrechu becha kol mishbecho ta'adama. So v'nivrechu could mean be blessed, but it could also uh, mean uh, like um, grafting, like harkava. Uh, <coughs> so Amar le Hakadosh Baruch Hu le Avraham. So God said to Avraham, "Shte berechot tovot yeshli lehavrich becha." Going to graft uh, two branches that are going to come from you. Ruta Moabia. It's appropriate because Agav she was from Moab. Obviously, when Ama Amonit. That uh, uh, we came from them. The, she was the uh, uh, mother of Rehavam. And came Haskiyah, Asa, Yehoshaphat. There were big Sadiqim, Shaya Hanavi. It's all from Naama Amunit. And Ruth came Mashiach. Kol Mishpichot Adama. So it says, and all the Mishpichot Adama will be blessed. I saw the Hatam Sofer on the Pasuk in Titeidim. Hir Kavta. Um, uh, 
in the in the chapter of Tehillim in uh, 60, I don't know, 67, 60, 66. So over there it says, So he learns, based on this Gemara, that a human being is made up of two parts. He's made up of a physical part, and he's made up of a, uh, a, a physical part. So he says that, Kadosh Baruch Hu is Markiv. He grafts the two parts. He puts the the physical part, which is the the body, and then he puts the the brain, which is the neshama, and he puts it he puts it together. So God is taking two opposites and grafts them together. The kavta is referring to larkiv. Even those that live in the caves, those people that live in the Adama, they live in the caves. So not only the people that are living in the conventional areas, the normal areas, habitated areas, but even those that are in the caves. Literally, they're the mishpachot that live in the Adama. They're going to be blessed on the account of Abraham. That even the boats that are coming from Galia to Aspamia, there's beracha in them because of Yisrael. So all the beracha in the world is on the count of Yisrael. This is probably happening in our generation. That everybody's going to leave their uh, trades and they're going to go back to working on the on the land. What trades are they going to leave? They're going to leave their boats because they can't get any boats back. To the, there's no, there's no, uh, there's, no uh, there's, a, there's a backup in the, in the, in the, in the, in the cargo in the ports. So they're going to leave their their boats. All those sailors and all those people on the waters. And they're going to go back to work in the land because that's not going anywhere. They're still there. It's the, it's the lowest job, it's the hardest job you know, working the ground. Pasuk says it's a downgrade. They're going to go from the shipping and they're going to downgrade themselves. So, no matter what you're doing, whatever you leave, going to back to work the ground, it's a downgrade. So, Azar once saw the piece of land, the Shadebe Kherabal Futya. He saw that they plowed it the widthwise. So he told the uh, he told the owner of the field, if you do it again, you plow it the lengthwise, which means you can enhance the field, still Going into business is still better. That means even if you plow it again, the field's not gonna produce more money than if you were going to business. We're telling him it's not a, uh, it's not so profitable. The fields, business is more profitable. Rav al lebeneshible. Rav once walked between the stalks of wheat. Hazanu dekan So the wind was blowing them, you know, back and forth. So you know, it looked like there was a lot of them because it was blowing back and forth. So Amar lehu. No matter how much you shake and want to show that you are plentiful, 
Going into business is still better than you. No matter how much wheat is in the field, you know, it's not enough profit as you could, the guy could make in business. If a person invests a hundred zoos in business, he'll be able to eat very, very, very rich. Every day he'll be able to eat meat and drink wine. However, but if you invest that same hundred into working the ground, milcha v'hafura. So he's not going to get the same item. As she says he's going to be eating, what's milcha? Salted items? And shachat, like grass. Different types of uh, vegetables. V'lo od'ela magniya le'a'ara u'mirmiya le'tigreh. Furthermore, that she says, uh, you have to watch the land all night. You have to sleep in the fields all night, I guess, protecting it from the animals and things like that. And then because of it, it causes you to fight. Maybe he's fighting with his neighbors. Maybe he's fighting with, uh, you know, uh, his, uh, who knows, the competition. But it's, it's, it's a business that causes him to mirmiyal uh, tigre. Or unless it's because he doesn't make enough money, and therefore it causes him to fight with his wife, because his wife says we need more money, and he's working the farm, so it affects his shalom bait when there's no panasa. It uh, brings tigre. Amar papa zera velo tezbin. So he said that it's better to take from your own fields uh, wheat than to buy it. <coughs> And even though the price is the same, even though the price in the market is uh, is cheap, it's still better to take from your own stock. Because the uh, your own stuff that you planted has a uh, has a blessing. She says, uh, even if the wheat is cheap, they're really not making so much profit. So, When you're buying food, it's better to take the stuff that's free, that you don't buy for, you don't have to pay money for. It's opposite when it comes to mitzvot, as what it says. When you're doing mitzvot, you have to pay for mitzvot. But when it comes to... Food is better to take the free stuff that you planted than to have to go spend money. It's interesting that she says that it doesn't uh, doesn't spoil as fast. Then it says zabin velotizul. Zabin that means what? Buy or mechor. Sell your sell your wares, sell your vessels, and use the money to go into business before you become poor. So zabin uh, sell your vessels. You know different killing that you have in the house. You don't become poor. That's only talking about the vessels in the house. But don't sell your clothes. You're not going to find better than them, maybe. So therefore, it's not a good thing to sell your clothes because you might not find, when you make money, you might not be able to find and replace them. Kilim in the house, housewares, you can always replace. But clothes... You cannot. She says, 
When you're going to want to it, you will not find one that is suitable like it. Now the, the Gemara moves on to some uh, construction uh, advice. Tum velo tashpitz. There's a hole in the wall. Just fill the hole. And don't start uh, making the whole thing out of it to make the hole bigger. And then once you make the hole bigger, so that turns into a big, uh, big project. Shefot, and even if you want to redo the wall, because of that little hole, don't knock the wall down. So you always go more than you want to do. So we might as well, because there's a little hole in the wall, you might as well knock down the wall. Thinking that, all you're going to have to pay for is the wall. But it doesn't happen. Anybody that gets involved in the building ends up becoming poor. Because it doesn't end. This wall leads to the other wall, and then all of a sudden you're changing the uh, wallpaper and the couches because it doesn't match. And before you know it, you redid the uh, you redid the whole house, even though you could have got away with taking a little cement and just covering the hole, and you would have been okay. So the governor is saying, be careful, because there is a might as well syndrome that's going to kick in, and then things start to become expensive. And anybody that's involved in binyan, before you know it, he's uh, his neck deep into it. Now she says, "Imir shlecha hor katan b'kotel setom otom miyad velo tarchiv benekev l'shapetz botit l'banim arbe velo tibne lo tipol et kol akotel." Don't knock the wall down. Kefots zabin arah. When it comes to buying real estate, just jump and buy. It's always good to buy a piece of real estate. You don't have to think so much. Generally speaking, the real estate will go up. Therefore, just jump, jump into it. However, it comes to getting married, that already have to be a little more deliberate. Be a little patient, make sure you get uh, the right one. Right, you don't want to see that she's bad, she's a kantrani, she's argumentative. So you have to go on a few dates. You know, don't, uh, don't jump right into it. Uh, you have to marry, uh, marry, 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 marry up, which means you have to go down, take yourself down a, a notch, and then marry a uh, marry a lady. Uh, don't marry a lady according to the stature that she's higher than you. That she says because uh, don't take a lady that's more. Prestigious than you because she might resent you. Shema lo tikabel aleha. So therefore, you know, be willing to take uh, a lady that's beneath you, and therefore she'll respect you. But if you take a lady that's above you, she's going to dominate over you, and she, maybe she's not going to give you the proper respect. Musar explanation is nahid darga means you have to humble yourself in marriage. Nahid darga, you have to be willing to mevater on certain things. Nahid darga, don't stand on your pedestal. You have to be willing to. Uh, acquiesce, and you have to be willing to to make uh, make make peace, and to be flexible. Lahit darga means be humble. When I see it, and you stay married. Sak darga bechad shush bina. She says on that shush bina ohev tov bechalecha adam hashuv ledabeka harav. That's right. Which means when it comes to a uh, a, a good friend. Uh, Bihar Shushbina. 
which means uh, take a sack that go up. Your friend should be higher than you. So you take good advice, you could learn from them. So therefore, Saktarka, go up a, a notch and try to hang around friends that are better than you. Saktarka, uh, Beharshush Bina. Go higher than your level and choose a friend. Amar Bil Azar Bar Avina. En Puranut Baala Olam, Ella Bishri Israel. Just like we said in the previous Gemara, well, the good comes, but the bad comes as well, in order that the Jewish people should get fear, in order they can make the Shuvah. So all that's happening is just to get B'nai Israel to wake up. says, I did all these things to the Goyim, I destroyed them. I made their places desolate. Their, their markets. And why did I do this? I only did this so you'll have fear, so Rav was leaving Rav Chia. He was, uh, you know, studying with him, and then he was going back. So he told him, Rav Chia told Rav that that God should save you from something that is even more difficult than death. So he says, yes. If a person has a bad wife, that's even more bitter, it's even more bitter than death. The Gabara says, Rab Hava Rab had a wife, and the wife would give him you know, a lot of uh, stress, a lot of pain. Ki amar la avidile when he would say, make for me lentils, avdale hemse, she would make legumes. Hemse, legumes, avdale tulufahe, she made lentils. So she always makes the opposite, whatever he asks for. Ki gadal bere, so when haya got older, apichla, so he switched it. I mean, he heard his father ask for lentils, so he told his mother that daddy wants legumes. And sure enough, she made lentils. So he got it, he got it right. She got it right. Yeah, your mother's getting better. So said, No, she's not getting better. I I switched it around. So the Rav said, that's what it says. That the child that comes out of you teaches you. As if, what? Well, I didn't realize I could have done that. I could have told her the opposite. You know, you taught me something. Of course, he's saying it sarcastic. Of course, the Rav knew if he tells her the opposite. He could do it. He says, this is what they say in the world. Your children teach you, you know, what you don't know. To say, well, I didn't know that I could tell her the opposite. But then he says, Don't do it, Shereemar. Because you're training your tongue to speak a lie. That means even even though in this case it might be good because you have a a toilet, you're respecting your father and you're getting a benefit and you're keeping you know away uh, the, the nezik. So it might be mutar in this case to lie. because again you're bringing a a, a toilet, and uh, if you want to even learn it uh, deeper uh, in 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 in. Uh, in 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 in, um, 
the, 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 the way the way the mother understands lentils is legumes. So in her language, legumes means lentils. So therefore, you got to speak the language of the person you're talking to. The father wants lentils, but if you say lentils, she doesn't interpret lentils as lentils. So therefore, you have to say, talk the language. Her language is what lentils means legumes. So therefore. Not really lying technically. You're getting the result that you want. You're saving your father from sad. But still, he said, stay away because you're training your tongue in a place where it's forbidden to lie. You're going to get bad habits to, to lie when it's permissible, then you're going to come to lie when it's not permissible. He had a wife also that. Uh, that his wife uh, was giving him, giving him sa'ar. So you see, he is married, married like his father. Mm-hmm. Whenever he would find something in the market, so he wrapped it up in a suda. So here you see, to wrap up things, the presentation of a gift. You don't just throw a gift on the table, you put a wrapping. He put it in a sudar, made a nice, put a ribbon, a bow. And he, he brought it from, even though she wasn't a good wife. But nonetheless, he always brought her gifts. But because you're tzad. Why are you giving her these gifts? Because he says, listen, it's enough that she raises our children and she saves us from sin. We have a wife, and that's already, you know, enough to, uh, to, even though she has a lot of bad traits, he saw the good in her. Therefore, he said, for that, we have to be, uh, we have to be grateful. So the Gebara said, Makri menachet, that she says, Hirur Avera. Makri le Rav Yehuda le Rav Yitzchak Bere, he was teaching his son. And I find that the wife is bitter than death. Like, like who? Let's give me an example. It says, Exactly, happy Mother's Day. Like your mother. Yeah, it's like your mother. But Rav Yehuda was teaching Rav Yitzchak, his son, same, same rabbi, same son, that a person really doesn't find pleasure and benefit only from his first wife. Your, your, your source should be blessed. You should rejoice from the wife of your youth. And he asked the son, like, who? Who is that like? It's like your mother. So make up your top mind. Is the mother... Is the wife of Yehuda Marmimavit, or is she bringing the rabbi pleasure and happiness? Uh, the Gemara says, Matkif takifa me'evra bimila, which means she's very, very takif. She gets angry very quickly. That's why she's Marmimavit. However, she's easily appeased also. So that's why she's good. So she has both. Both qualities. In one sense, she's bitter as death, but the bitterness dissipates very quickly because she's ma'avir. 
she lets things go, that she says, no, ha'leratzot, me'averet al-medoteha. She's, uh, you know, she overcomes her, her bad trait, so therefore, she's good. Hechi dame isha ra'ah. Okay? What's, what's an example of isha ra'ah? Amar abayeh, mekasheta le'etaka. She sets the table up. Mekasheta, mekasheta kishut, she sets the table up. Mekasheta le'pumah. But at the same time, she sets her mouth up in order to curse the husband till he gets down to the Se'udah. So she's yelling and screaming. So he ruins, she ruins the whole meal. Poor guy wants to sit and eat. She's badgering him. So therefore, although she sets the table, but uh, she sets her mouth up also with all diatribes and curses, you know, until the Se'udah, just in order to cause him tsar. Rava Amar, mekasheta taka. She sets the table up. But when she sits down to eat, she turns her back. Or she lets him eat alone. She doesn't, you know, give him company when he's eating. Amar Rabbi Hamabar Hanina, Kivan Shenasa Adam Isha, Avonotab Mitpakikin. When a person gets married, so now he has a yoke on him. So that yoke serves as a kaparab, and his sins. Mitpakpek uh, are un, you know, undone, which is they just they're released. Shneeman matzah isha matzatov v'yafek letzon me'ashem. Now he has acceptance from God. B'ma'arava ki nasiv inish iteta. In the West, when a person would get married, Amri le they would tell him hachi matzah umotze. They would say, listen, it sounds like they were giving him advice. Matzah umotze, matzah dichtiv matzah isha matzatov. Now, obviously, what were they telling him? We know these two pesukim. You don't have to tell the guy the two pesukim. What they were telling him is the secret of a good marriage. The marriage is about giving. So if a person gets married and his purpose is for the other, then already he'll have a successful marriage. However, if he's getting married with the intention of what he can get, so then already the marriage is going to fail. Therefore, they were saying, they were giving advice to the Hatan and the Shiva Barakwa. would say, Matzah Isha, if the reason why you're getting married is for the Isha, Matzah Tov, for her benefit. However, Ani, if you're getting married for the Ani, Marmimavit, finished, then, then you're on the, on, on the wrong track. So we're just saying that you have to change your Midot now that you're married, you have to do for the other and not care too much about yourself. Zero expectation. The purpose of marriage is not what you can get out of it. The question is, how much you can give. Therefore, if it's based on Ani, obviously it's Marmi Mavit. But if it's based on the Isha, vice versa, so then Matzatov. Amarava, Isha Da'ah, Mitzvah Garsha. A bad lady. Obviously, it's a Mitzvah to get rid of Adikhtib, Garish Litz. Get rid of the Litz. The Yatsam Madun and strife and, 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 and Mahloket leaves with it. The Yishbot. Din v'kalon, and the judgments and the anger will cease. V'amarava, isha ra'ah v'ketuvata merubah. What do you do with that? You have a bad wife, you got to be ketuvah. So how are you going to bring her back to obedience? It's very simple. Tzarata b'tzida, take a second wife. And all of a sudden, she'll start to shape up. Competition is always good. Da'amre inche b'chavirta velo that uh, the best way is uh, she gets more rebuke than with a thorn. 
And the thorn is, 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 it works, but not as good as, you know, the jealousy when you bring another wife into the house. So therefore, she'll start to shape up. Kasha Isha Ra'a, a bad lady in the house, is just as bad, Kiyom Sagrir, like a, a stormy uh, day with wind and hail. A miserable day, so a uh, bad lady is worse than that. Shneemar, Delif Tored, Biyom Sagrir, like the rain falling on a, you know, on a dreary day, bad day, the Eshet Midyanim, but a wife of a bad wife is equal to it. How good is a good wife? Look what the Pasuk says. That's it. You want to know if you have good? If you have a good wife, you have good. So, Now, so therefore you see, if the Pasuk is talking about Mamash literal, the girl, the lady, so therefore you see the Torah saying it, that's the whole, oh, that, that is the ultimate good. Kama tova isha tova shekatu meshabeha. Look at that, the Torah is praising it, that is the good. However, i but maybe the Pasuk is not talking about the physical wife. Maybe when it says matzah isha means the Torah. Kama tova isha tova shekatu meshabeha. But you see that God is comparing the Torah, which is the greatest item, to Isha. So therefore, must be Isha is great. Isha Tovah is the greatest thing because the Torah is being compared to Isha. So and no matter how you learn the Pasuk, if you learn it literally, or if you learn the analogy, it still shows you that there's nothing great like a good wife. So so, if it's referring to mamash, literally like a lady, that the Torah goes along and says, but maybe the Pesuk is actually referring to Geinam. Fine. But who is it comparing Geinam to? It's comparing Geinam to Isha Ra'a. So that cannot, cannot be so good. So, again... Happy wife, happy life. God says, I'm going to bring a ra'ah, a bed. You won't be able to escape it. Can't escape it, can't get out. Ketubah is too expensive, so you're stuck. Netanani Hashem same thing, God will put me in the hands of someone that you will not be able to, to rise up, to, to move away from. Amar of Hazda, Amar Mor Ugva Same thing. Bad girl, bad lady, but with a pricey ketubah. What does that mean? That is uh, money. Is talui, that's right. His mizonot, his panasa, is talui in his money. That I guess he doesn't have a field that's go buy his food. He doesn't have a garden that when he wants to get food, he can go back in his backyard and just take stuff. Because then already he's talui on the market prices and the inflation. Therefore, you know, that's uh, that is in trouble. He's, he's relying on others for the food. But if he has uh, food in the backyard, 
he's going to take it himself. Your boys and girls will be uh, sent off to a foreign nation. That's when the father gets remarried, and now they, you know, they're like in captivity with this new stepmother. And she's not as good as the mother, therefore your children are going to be in the hands of others. Amahir is the Eshet Ab, is the father's new wife. And they will be uh, in the hands of a naval and be uh, in trouble. So because the her naval, which is ishara, but you're gonna be stuck because you can't get out. Because the is pricey. And refers to the tzidukim. They're called naval. Those people that didn't believe in the tradition. So therefore they refer to Naval. Naval is en Elohim. And therefore that's going to be the Sidukim are going to have power and God's going to put you in the hands of the Sidukim. What about these people? That they walk without clothes in the market. There's nobody more abominable, disgusting in front of God. The people go in the street and they're undressed. So those are the people of Barbaria and Tartane. It'd be New York, New Jersey, it's the same thing. It's, it's, uh, you know, exactly. It's, 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 uh, so in any way, and the, the Torah says that it's disgusting when people don't get dressed up and, and they wear and they go on the street like that. So that's Borei uh, is not happy with that. Yohanan Amar Elu Habarim. Who's the Habarim? Habarim is the Persians that are a uh, rough, rough nation uh, with the Jewish people. Yomara says that Amru Lel Rabbi Yohanan Atu Habarel Babel. So the, the Habarim got to Babel. And he was all upset because he knew that they're a tough nation. So it says, Shaga Nafal. So he, he bent over. You know, he stooped over because he was in, he was sad. And she says, Chafaf. He bent over. Merob Tsar. Shehayu b'nei yeshiva misurim b'yadam. He knew that the uh, Yeshiva, the yeshiva men are going to be tormented by the Parsayim. So therefore he said, oh, we're in trouble. He said, but don't worry. We found out that they accept bribes. So he said, oh, beautiful. He got up. He said, okay, we have, we have a derech. As long as we have a derech to bribe them, so we have a mahalach. And therefore, anytime they make a gezerah, we'll be able to override the gezerah. And he was happy at that point. Gazru al Gimal mepene Gimal. They made three gezerot because of three sins that the Jewish people had. Gazru al Abbasar. Cannot have kosher food. It's an old trick of the Goyim. Always making gezerot against Shechita. So the Gemaraz over here saying they don't make gezerot on Shechita for nothing. They make gezerot on Shechita because of our avonot. Which avon? Motivates them to make these type of gizirot. 
because they didn't give the matanot to the kohanim. The hazed, the shok. The Maharsha says, doesn't mean that they didn't give it, but they looked for loopholes. They, they, they didn't have to give it because they, they found legal loopholes. So you see over here that there's no mitzvah to find a legal loophole. They didn't make any avirat technically. They, 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 they sidestepped the law. But as a result, you weren't giving the meat that you were supposed to. You thought you were going to save the meat? It's not going to get saved. You're going to have any meat. So therefore, giving the meat to the Kohanim saves the meat. You know, saves, gets rid of that gezera. What was the merhasa'ot? That uh, the, uh, the Jews can't go to the bathhouses. Uh, because the, the Jews were not doing tevilah properly. And of course, not that they weren't going to the mikveh, but they were not careful with hafifah. The lady's supposed to comb her hair right before she goes to the mikveh. Hafifah has to be close to the tevilah, but they weren't careful on that. And a technical item, but that was already a gezerah that they took away uh, the bathhouses. <laughs> they went to the cemeteries and they dug up the dead people. Because the Jews were celebrating the Guim holidays. So they went to New Year's parties, they went to Halloween parties, they went to Xmas parties. And therefore, they were happy with the Guim. So they went to the cemeteries. And of course, what did the Jews do? They blamed it on anti-Semitism. And they came along and said, hey, we've got to stop anti-Semitism. And they you know, made a big thing in the newspaper. Hey, this is a terrible thing. And all the politicians spoke against it. But then they realized that this is happening not because of anti-Semitism. It's because of the averot that they're committing. So, so anti-Semitism is always a result of something. And the Gemara is saying it's a result of averot. Now, lucky those rabbis in those days, they had GPS to know what sins were causing what. So they can rectify them. But, it says, and the hand of the Goyim of God is going to be on you and your fathers. Now, how could it be on the fathers? The fathers are dead already. They're going to... That's the dead bodies. Even though they're dead, they're going to dig them up. Because the avon of the living, the dead get, you know... Dug up. And the explanation to me that connected me that over here was because they're adding extra days of joy to their calendar year, Gleam holidays, that they shouldn't be celebrating. So, but Olam added days of anguish by digging up their fathers from their graves, and that caused them a lot of anguish and yagon. It's they're not going to be buried. They're going to be like a rock on the ground. That they're going to uh, rather death than life. Death is a better option for the Sha'im. That's right. The Rasha, the more he lives in this world, the more Gainam is going to get. So therefore, for the Rasha, death is actually a blessing because it takes him away from Olam Azeh where he's sinning and therefore it saves him from Gehinam. Mm-hmm. 
כתוב בספר בן סירה. אוקיי, now we got some, ספר בן סירה's idioms. סירה was a... Yeah, it was a... Mahloket actually he was, but he was a scholar. And Hakamim used him to uh, use his quotes, because his quotes had a lot of chokhmat in them. So here's some of the quotes of Ben Sira. Isha tova matana tova lebaala. You have a good wife. <coughs> She's a gift. She's a gift to the husband. Khtiv tova. She's good. Bechek yere Elohim tenaten. She will be placed in the bosom of a God-fearing man. A good girl. But Elohim will put her in a Good place, and that's where we get the custom to have uh, when uh, uh, we have a baby girl. The makam is bayat. So that's the girl. So therefore, we have the menhag of that. That's what we bless also. Ishara'a, a bed lady, tsara'at le ba'la. It's like a, it's like leprosy to the husband. My takanta, so what's the, what's the takana? The gershena. Get rid of her. And uh, the leprosy will go away. Isha yafa. Pretty wife. Lucky is the husband. His days are doubled. What does that mean? His days, uh, his days go by... The long days go by quickly. They bring the ra'ayah from Yaakov Abinu when he was waiting to marry Rachel. That only he worked seven, seven years, it says, it was Yamim Ahadim. Yamim Ahadim, so the days went, went quick. When he has a, when he marries a bad wife, so the days drag on. But when a person has a good wife, he's enjoying. Time flies when you're having fun. So therefore, that's what it means. And the days go, go fast. Just like Yaakov Abinu, whose days went fast when he was waiting for Rachel. Don't look at somebody else's wife. Others, people's wives. Don't, 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 don't pay too much attention. Because you will, might get trapped and get caught into her web, into her trap. Huh? What does that mean? Uh, be careful that you don't look at other women because you might fall to adultery. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I had to explain it to Shema Meforash, but I guess... Altat etzel ba'ala. And now he gives even more advice that don't even hang out with her husband so much because she's around the house. She go over some wine, for a drink. Because of the beauty of a pretty lady, many people have, uh, have become, you know, have been destroyed because of it. Because the the casualties are many. So it's a trap. You have to be careful 
that the person says, oh, I'll go for a drink. This is where they learn. You have to be careful of, you know, over-socializing with couples, things like that. It's not healthy. Go out with your wife, go out with your wife. You go out with other couples, you start to compare. You say, well, look at, look at the way they live, look at where we live. Uh, she's much better, and so on and so forth. Before you know it, there's a trap, there's trouble. You get what I was telling you, that you have to be careful from these things. Rabim hayu b'tz'er rochel. The beatings that the rochel gets were many. That's the, the guy who sells besamim. So he goes from house to house to sell the ladies besamim. And meanwhile, he's getting into trouble. You know, he puts the besamim on them and they smell it. And before you know it, and the husband walks in on them. And what does he do? Beats the guy up. The beatings of the rochel, of the perfume seller, were many. Again, because he's always getting caught, uh, you know, doing these type of averot. She says, I'm ochel besamim, the nashim, let kashet bahem, umatsui boni uf. Uba ba'ala upatsu. The husband comes home and beats him up. So, Hamar Gilim, the Dvar, Erba, because they got that type of, so it's not obviously a good, good trade. Kinitzots, like a spark, Mav'ir, Gahelet, like the spark that lights up the Gahelet, Kechluv male Of, and like the, uh, the, the dove coat or the, the bird's nest that's filled with the, the birds, Kach Patehem Mili'im Mirma, so to the the house of the Rochel is filled with deceit because he's trying to seduce these women. So therefore, he's, uh, he's very, very, very tricky and the, the desire is very, very fast. It's very easy to... Uh, the besamim and all that. Ken yitzro mav'iro. Of course, he's in the house with the lady alone. They're trying on perfume before you know it. So therefore, there's a lot of, a lot of trouble in that. Second, uh, another, another statement from Ben Sirah. Al tatsar tsarat mahar. Don't, don't sweat on tomorrow's troubles. Yeah, have emuna, and not only that, but the person doesn't know if he's going to be there tomorrow. So you're, you're 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 sweating on something that you might not be there. Kilo yeda mayeled yom, because you don't know what the day will bring. Shemem mahar ba veenenu. You know, tomorrow will come. Tomorrow, tomorrow always comes. But does not mean it's going to come with you being there. And then you're just being mistaken on something that uh, wasn't going to happen. It doesn't affect you anyway. So therefore, what, what are you getting all worked up about? And that's he's saying tomorrow. So, of course, you can when a guy is worried about what's going to happen in 10 years, what's going to happen in 20 years, what's going to happen in 15 years. Oh, he's saying tomorrow already, is you're, you're forecasting too much. But you can start worrying about... Uh, you know, the future when you're going so out, that's, uh, which he means to say, don't agonize over it. Don't be so worried. You don't know what's going to be in 10 years from now. You don't know what's five years from now. Don't worry about today. Don't worry about 10 years. Now you're good. So it's saying you shouldn't let, uh, you know, too many people come into your house. Not everybody should have access inside the house. Obviously, you only let the good people in, and even them, sporadically. 
Rabim, I guess for the, for the simple reason is you have your wife, you have your children, and you don't want uh, to bring in uh, strangers too often. No, you want to talk to them, talk to them on the porch. You don't have to bring them into your house, talk to them outside. You don't have to bring them into the house. The house is a private area, and it's not, shouldn't be a public uh, space, and you have to be careful. Especially that the house is the domain of the wife. So when you bring in the guests all the time, it's her, it's her, it's her office, the house. Therefore, she gets, uh, you know, she gets upset that you're always intruding into the house, bringing people. So therefore, keep them outside eh, from time to time. You are in the Correct. So it says, "Yihu dorshe rabim yu dorshe shelomecha," which means what? Uh, you on him in is talking about that when you're having uh, workers, so you should have the workers. They should be aniim. They should serve you. You have a guy. A guy needs to be an electrician. Let the guy be an ani Jewish guy as opposed to a goy. You have a, a plumber. Find a Jewish guy. To, so that's no problem. The refrigerator guy. Let 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 those that are working in your house give the job to uh, to aniim. I do. I think that's the way the Bartadu do it. No. So he says, so he says, Vedo akol tavi betecha. Rabim yu dorshe shelomecha. You should have a lot of friends. I mean, people should, uh, should like you. Rabim yu dorshe shelomecha. Gale so de had me'elef, but only confide with one in a thousand. You, know, you, should have, you should want people to like you, but ultimately, you know, you have one friend that you confide with. Not everybody that you associate with necessarily should you tell me your secrets. Amar Abi Aser, we saw this given already. And Ben David Ba, Ad Shiichlu, Kol Haneshamot Shebaguf. That En Ben David Ba, Mashiach will not come until all these Neshamot will be depleted from the box. That's called goof. She says, There's a certain curtain that separates between God and the angels. That were created from that are destined to go into bodies. And therefore the Pasuk says, The spirit that is in front of me, Ya'atov. Ya'atov means it'll uh, could be delay the geula. The neshamot that are in front of me delay the geula. Ya'atof, as she says, lashon akava. When neshamot ani asiti, that means until they get depleted, then Mashiach is going to come. The Kubalim say, Ubalisyon goelu shabe fesha. Goelu shabe fesha, the shetevot goof. Ubalisyon, Mamun Mashiach come, atchikle kon neshamot, shabe goof, the nyan of having children. Tanya, the bi eli ezer omer, Call me she'en osek be'piriyav ve'devyah that whoever doesn't osek in piriyav ve'devyah having children ki'ilu shofech damim it's murder. Shne'emar the juxtaposition between the two pesukim shofech dam adam ba'adam dam o yishafech so that's referring to murder. Ochti b'tev atem piru urvu so you see someone doesn't get a vam piru urvu it's it's a murder. Ve'rabi. That could be also uh, a remiss to abortion. 
because you're not all sick with perur vu. So you see that uh, that that's murder. The Rabbi Yaakov omed ki ilu mimaeta demut. You're minimizing the image of God because humans are created in the image of God. Shneemar ki betzemel ki betzelem Elohim asayet adam. Uchtiv batre batem perur vu. Berazai says it's both. Ki ilu shofech damim mimaeta demut. Because both Pesukim are written before, and then it says, Watch the Emar, Ve'atem, Peru Urvu. And who's making this statement over here? Ben Azai, the one that never got married. Amen Ulele Ben Azai, Yishne'e Doresh V'ne'e Mekayim. There's some people that they, they practice what they preach. Then you have Ne'e Mekayim V'ene Doresh. Some people just practice, they don't preach, which is fine. Ve'atem Ne'e Doresh, you preach very well, V'ene Ne'e Mekayim. But you never got married. So therefore you're saying, whoever doesn't have children, whoever is mima'et, and this. Amalehem ben Azai umayaseh, shenavshich ashka bat-Torah, which I tell you, I have such a desire for Torah, which means, uh, he's saying, either he has no time or it's not possible. In order to have children, you need to have a heshek. And if you don't have a heshek, then it's physically, naturally impossible to have children. He says, all my desires... Uh, you know, or the Torah, so it's, he's honest. He can't, uh, can't have children. He cannot, he cannot arouse himself to have a child because all his arousals is directed to Torah. Nafshi hashkaba Torah. If Shalom, she came, I dare Okay. The world will have to be, uh, you know, existing uh, through us. So it's Vasha, if Shalom, Asod, I dare even though it sounds like he says in Tosfot, Shenasabito should be Akiva, the Kamara Tambert should be Akiva, Avdal de Ben Azai, Achi, Ha, Ama Perkaman Sota, then Asabi Giresh. He married up and then he divorced her. Tanya Idach, the Bidi Ezromer, Kodmisha Eno Sekma Periavia, Ki Ilu, Shofek Damim Shremar, Shofek Dama Adam Badam, Smikhlev Atem, Peru Urvu. Beautiful